speak life family welcome to yet another week here we are with school days week seven can you believe we are in the seventh week like where does the time go cannot believe it we are moving and grooving throughout this devotional series and throughout this year fall is happening it is here but the weather feels good i must say anyway here we are week seven let's just jump right into it Required text, week seven. Our room number, our text of scripture comes from First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. We're going to be emphasizing the English Standard Version, and there you'll find these words recorded. But test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God shall stand forever. Our essay, the word, the devotion for this week the required text now that we have acquainted ourselves with the syllabus there are some elements other than assignments that we need to pay attention to in addition to the schedule the work and the expectations one of the main components to success in the course are the required texts now of course being a young college student with a work study job if you were lucky it was sometimes challenging to pay for the textbooks anybody know what i'm talking about some of them books were expensive now whether you borrowed the book bought the book or did not even budge and break down to get the book your access to the book impacted the benefits of your success in the class And God forbid you tried to cut corners and buy the ninth edition when the professor required the 10th edition. Oh my goodness. Ever done that before? Next class's quiz is based on chapter five. You study, you get to class, and nothing you studied is on the quiz. That's because in the updated edition, chapter five is about the literature of the empire. Yet in your old copy, chapter five was about the history of the empire. OMG panic attack. What do you do? How do you proceed? Do you say something to the professor or do you front like you know what you're doing and just fail the quiz? Decisions, decisions. Just as much as we did it in college, it sometimes carries over into real life. First, it starts with reading the book, the syllabus, the Bible. This is the go-to guide for navigating everything in life. The Bible, the word is God's love letter to us. It's how he talks to us. So when we pray, we are talking with and to God. When we read, it's God's response to our prayers. It's how we invite him into conversation with us. Now, usually when you get your syllabus, there's one main text and, you know, some other readings listed. It's usually a supplement, expansion or emphasis on the subject matter at hand. When we read our text, it says, test everything and hold fast to what's good. Well, how do you know what's good to hold on to unless you're reading, learning, and taking in information? 
In the same chapter, Paul emphasizes that we are children of light and therefore we must come out of the dark. He says, wake up, don't sleep, be clear in your mind. Can you hear Paul sounding like dad, Lawrence Fishburne at the end of school days? Wake up, right, right. When you're awake, you're aware, you're alert, you're informed. How informed are you? How do you get your information? Do you just scroll through IG and TikTok, listen to the top stories? Do you play a podcast on your commute? What are you reading? How do you understand the Bible and the context behind the stories? What's in your toolkit for enlightenment? Have we just been floating through the affairs of life? How do we translate and transfer the word to make it live in our life? What texts accompany the Bible for you? Yes, it's great to read the word, but how do you enhance, elevate, and get enlightened about what it means? For me, I read commentaries, self-helps, and texts from credible theologians such as Eugene Peterson, James Cone, N.T. Wright, Betty Collier, Charles Stanley, T.D. Jakes, C.S. Lewis, Christine Kane, Gardner Taylor, and many more too numerous to name. Now, I'm not saying turn yourself into an honorary seminary student, but perhaps you could download an Audible book or two. Challenge your faith, stretch your mind so that you can execute life with excellence. So that when something fickle and phony floats by, your faith doesn't fail you. You're not shaken. You can take the test. Heck, you can even give the test because you've read the book. You studied the text. You know what it is and you know what you're talking about. There's no panicking. You've got peace. There's no anxiety. You've got the anointing. There's no fear. You've got faith. So then when it comes to decisions, decisions, you're not in trouble. You hold fast to the text, to what is true, and you pass the test. Amen, somebody. Our lesson, our prayer, let us pray. Heavenly Father, may we always be curious to study the Bible and know the truth. May we compare all the teachings that we hear and read with your word. May we know the truth from falsehood. May you give us light to our path. Lord, all scriptures proclaim your story, your nature, your power, and your majesty. Help us to learn, grow, and understand more of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Our homework to think, to reflect, to ponder, to even journal about, take notes throughout the week. Here are your questions. What is my plan to read the word every day? Basically, how are you going to figure out, map out how to incorporate the word in your everyday life? What books can I add to my library to enhance, enlighten, and help me elevate in life? Oh, my sisters and my brothers, we've got some homework to do. And that's not just a challenge for you. It's a challenge for me as well. It's a challenge for all of us. So we can walk it like we talk it. And in everything we do, remember, speak life.